Welcome back to another episode of Consciously Clueless. I'm your host, Carly, and I'll be your guide on this journey from consciousness to cluelessness and back around again. Thanks for joining me for another Sunday solo episode. Whether it's Sunday night and you're getting ready for your week, Monday morning and you're on your way to work, or whatever day this podcast has found you, I'm really glad you're here. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is it preventing you from achieving your goals? By now, you all know that therapy is an important part of my self-care. It has truly been a game changer in every aspect of my life. BetterHelp is the largest online counseling platform worldwide. They are changing the way people get help with facing life's challenges by providing convenient, discreet, and affordable access to a licensed therapist. BetterHelp makes professional counseling available anytime, anywhere, through a computer, tablet, or smartphone. You can start communicating within 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. And I have a special offer for you. Visit BetterHelp.com Carly and join the over million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. By using this code, you get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Carly. Take care of yourself today. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. So today I want to talk about success and how we measure success. This has come up on the podcast before, but More recently, I've been really thinking a little more critically about what success means to me and how that has changed and evolved and what that means and how that happens. And it's just really interesting how it's constructed. This is totally the sociologist in me coming out from college and grad school, but I just think it's really fascinating how these things evolve at a society level and for us personally. So let's talk about success. So first of all, I want you to think about what success meant to you, let's say when you were in high school. Like what did being a successful adult look like to you? There's a lot of factors that go into why whatever image popped into your head is there. You know, family influence, friend influence, trauma influence, societal influence, school influence, so many different things, economic influence. Um, any sort of discrimination. I mean, it's really what success and what feels possible and what is measured as success really is a conglomerate of a lot of different factors in our life. So for me, when I was thinking back in high school, I just thought successful would be having a full-time job, like have good friends, have fun, you know, live in my life, but it definitely was tied to economic success. So it was definitely tied to going to college, getting a four-year degree, possibly going on for more, and making enough money. I couldn't have told you what that number was, but there was just this idea of making good money. Again, I don't know what that was. So going to college, that kind of stuck with me for a while, and then I started becoming really interested in sociology and women's studies, and you start to realize that in those professions, which I stand by those choices, but you're not going into that for the money necessarily. 
you're going to end up at a lot of nonprofits, doing your own work, working on college campuses, which is all great. That is what I was signing up for and what I have done. But it's definitely not like you pick a women's studies major to become rich and famous. It's just not. I wish it was. I think that would be cool. Maybe it will be the case someday, but it wasn't. So I started to realize that I didn't need to be rich or have a certain amount of money, I guess, but more just like I wanted to do good work. So I kind of then started to equate success with doing good work in the world, which I think is pretty great that thank you to my small liberal arts school that really instilled that in me. But cut to, you know, being in my mid to late 20s, which I am in my late 20s now. I will be 30 next year. It's fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. However, being in your mid to late 20s, specifically going through a few of the things I went through, whether it be trauma or um, change in job, change in relationships, there were just a few of these defining moments that made me realize maybe the things I wanted before really didn't fucking matter at all anymore to me. And when you think about it, what I described, and I think what many of us describe in how we want to be successful is based on these outside factors. It's always based on these other things making us happy. It is having a house or it is having money. It's having a job. It is even doing good in the world. I mean, that's great, of course, and I still have that as a goal of success. But, you know, what does that mean? What is that? That's not about you. That's about your work in the world. And I've realized that as of late, because of so much of that kind of inner work I've done and growing my business and really just reprioritizing things and shifting things around in my brain, my success is first a measure of my own happiness and my mental health. So I want to repeat that. Success to me now is measured by how I am doing, how I am feeling, how I am showing up in the world and where I'm at. And then everything else is a bonus. Everything else is just like the frosting on the cake or the cherry on top or whatever it is. The piece de resistance, it is the thing. That is my measure. Everything else is just awesome. If I am feeling really good and I'm happy and I'm solid, and then I also am happy with my job or have the amount of money that makes me feel comfortable because I don't think we need to shun money or not have a goal to be financially stable. I don't think we need to shame that, but it's not the only goal driving me or the only measure of success that I am considering. So this idea of success, I think, also turns into what doesn't make you successful. And one of these pivotal moments for me was this idea, and again, I've talked about this before, but of realizing just because I'm good at something doesn't mean it's good for me. So if you remember, I talked, I think, maybe even at the beginning of the podcast, so I'll do a quick recap, but I went to school to be a advocate for gender-based violence survivors, and that meant I worked with survivors of sexual assault and dating violence for a few years, and I really, really enjoyed that work. It is tough it is worth it. It is amazing. I've learned so much from survivors. It is incredible. It was also really 
taxing on me emotionally. I'm not sure if y'all know this, but I'm a Pisces through and through, and I'm a pretty deep feeler. And sometimes that meant for me, I couldn't release the stories I'd heard in my office all day about sexual assault, about dating violence. It was hard for me to separate them so much that I realized I was starting to kind of experience some secondhand trauma because I was internalizing it and it was causing problems in relationships and my mental health. And that was this switch for me that when I graduated and I started working, you know, a job here and there, I started working back in the field as an advocate. And then I stepped back from that and it hit me that just because I'm good at something, And just because I'm successful at something, right, you're getting all these clues from the outside world like you're you're doing it. You're you're a successful worker. You're doing a great job. Even though I was getting those clues, I didn't feel successful because my mental health wasn't great. And so just because I was good at being an advocate doesn't mean it was good for me. And that has been a game changer. I mean, I probably think of that phrase or share that with someone at least once a week. Just because I'm good at it doesn't mean it's good for me. Just because you're good at it, just because you're good at maybe caretaking for every single person in your life because that's your nature, doesn't mean it's always good for you. So I want you to think about that as you move forward. It is something I'm you know, of course, still thinking about and learning and kind of figuring out how to change my idea of success so it fits into this a little bit more. But if you're good at something, but it's not bringing you joy and peace and contentment, then maybe it's not good for you. Maybe you should rework this kind of understanding of success. So if you're a journaler like me, Maybe you take out a piece of paper and you just write down at the top success and write all the things down that equal success to you and just see what happens. And if you're like, I'm never putting pen to paper, that's ridiculous. I'm that's just not my jam. That's cool. Think about it for a minute right now. What does success mean to you? And do any of those things need to be reworked a little bit so you'll actually be happier and successful in a way that feels good to you? Because that's what matters. So I want to know, what does success mean to you? How has it evolved over time? And kind of what are your thoughts now? Like, what does that look like for you now? I want to hear it all. Thanks for listening to another episode of Consciously Clueless. If you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe wherever you're listening. If you want to help me get this into the ears of more listeners, send it to a friend, text it to a family member, share on social media, whatever you can do really helps me out. If you want a shout out on this very podcast, head over to Apple Podcasts, leave Consciously Clueless a review, and you might hear your review as the review of the week in the future. And you definitely should head over to patreon.com slash consciously carly and check out the different membership levels, the community there, all the things that you can get by joining the community and supporting this podcast and this work. Until next time.